Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, The Diamond Room, and Comfort King. And welcome back, Mike H. And for Marco today, hopefully he is back tomorrow because, of course, he has uh, uh, the playoffs that he's covering tomorrow night for uh, Dakota News Now. Hey, a reminder, we are just, we are under a week away from Halloween. And the place to stock up for Halloween is Lewis Drug. They have got everything you need for Halloween. Uh, in, and let's face it. I live in an apartment. I don't necessarily have trick-or-treaters come to my place. You know what? That doesn't stop me from buying trick-or-treat candy just in case. What's your favorite? Well, well you know, I'm, I was just going to say, Mike, I'm much the same. I went into Lewis yesterday, and I stocked up on candy, and people probably thought I was stocking up for Halloween. But, in <laughs> fact, I was stocking up my office supply of, of candy, little little sure. candy bars where you can just pop one in your mouth. Absolutely. I like Mr. Good Bars and Salt and Nut Rolls are my favorite. Really? Yes. Wow. All right. That's that's not uh that's not something that I thought would would be the case, but all right. Yeah, I'm a Milky Way guy, if given my preference. So anyway, Lewis is your first stop. Also, flu shots, uh, uh, COVID shots, RSV shots, they're the folks who can take care of you. Let's go down to Vermilion, South Dakota, and the voice of the USD Coyotes, John Thayer, joins us today. John, how are you? Mike, I'm good. How are you guys? I'm good. Did you just text me? John? I did. I, I don't know if I, I texted you to tell you that it's cutting in and out, so I didn't know if you, oh. you could hear that or not. Okay. Nope. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. So, John, how, first of all, John, have you met Neil Graff? I don't believe, John. I don't think we've met before, have we? But, uh, but nice. I, I don't think so. Nice, ni- nice to visit with you. Glad we could connect. Yeah. John, this is a, Huge week. I did. I'm just going to ask this: How many years have you been covering the Coyotes in one form or another? Uh, my first year of doing anything with South Dakota was the uh, 2013-14 women's basketball season. So oh. that was uh, year number one. I did that for about six years, and and uh, then transitioned to covering more of men's basketball and football. Did you anticipate during that time? that we would be seeing a top 10 matchup in Vermillion. You know, I think, uh, I think it's always been a vision, you know, for a lot of people, especially after USD caught up and went division one. Um, this has always been the vision of what we got on Saturday. We've seen some incredible matchups uh, on the football field without them ranked quite this high. They've been obviously ranked playing each other before, um, but not quite this high. And with this much on the line, we've seen incredible basketball matchups, in women's basketball, men's basketball, uh, volleyball has taken it all the way, and now uh, football gets this really hyped-up matchup. And two teams that are currently in, you know, top ten in one poll, top five in the other poll, and and uh, the last uh, the the winner on Saturday is the last unbeaten team in the in the Missouri Valley Football Conference. So it's obviously very high stakes, and uh, you know, for the fans, uh, you know, extra bragging rights for their their coworkers and neighbors and all of that good stuff. <laughs> John, one of the things is, as opposed to, say, SDSU games, USD has not made it look easy to get to this point. There's, there's been some, they've been pushed some. 
John. Oh, Say that again. I, oh, sorry, John. Uh, uh, USD has been pushed some. It hasn't been blowout after blowout. Hasn't been easy for them. That that has yeah. I mean, that's a challenge. It's been one of those things where uh, you know USD's program is built for a long time, right? It's you know Joe Glenn started the transition into uh, this league, and and we could see how hard it was going to be, and then Bob Nielsen took over, and there have been ups and downs, right? The program goes to the playoffs in 2017, and and um, you know eventually back to the playoffs in 2021 after the goofy COVID year and uh, really disappointing year last year. And so this, uh, this year, I think anybody who watched this team in fall camp looked at it and said, wow, they, they've got a lot of talent. Now people on the outside look at it and say, it's, it's essentially the same team as last year. How could they be that much better? You know? And, and I think, you know, you talk to the players and they talk about leadership and just guys uh, committing at a different level this year than maybe they did last year. And, that has certainly helped. And then you look at how this season has played out. You start the season at uh, Missouri, and I think this team was about three or four plays away from that being a really, really close football game. Uh, and then, you know, you look at uh, the game against St. Thomas, and sometimes you get uh, those matchups where some people think that it should be a wide margin victory. And I think it was a combination of things, but you got to remember a new offensive coordinator and this taking some time to. Uh, you know, to, I guess, uh, work out offensively. And we've seen the, uh, we've seen the payoff here. This, this offense has figured some things out. The defense is mostly played at a high level and, and, uh, this team right now feels like, uh, like a really good football team. John Thayer, the voice of the USD Coyotes join us with Neil Graff. I'm Mike Henrickson filling in for Marco today. The thing is, John, this USD team, we had talked about it. You and I have talked about this in the past. It just seemed like, I don't know if it was, you know, hangover feeling or whatever the case was from last year. But, boy, that has to be completely gone now, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, you. I think USC struggled to, to build consistency. You know, yep. they go to the playoffs, and then the following year has, has uh, largely been a disappointment for one reason or another, and, you know, one of those years you lose one of the greatest players that has ever played uh, in Chris Strebler, and then you have a change there. And then last year was probably the one that scratches people's head most. And when you have some, um, you know, when you have a personnel change, a coaching change in the middle of the season with uh, assistant coaches, and then you just kind of refill it up. So it, it's it's interesting, and, and I think that's what our fans are looking for, right? They're trying to – you want to see this program not – once in a while gets the playoffs, but to consistently find a way to uh, be a winner, and that's how you continue to grow a fan base. Hey, hey John, how how healthy are the Coyotes uh, coming into the weekend? Are there any injuries that the fans should be aware of that may factor into the outcome of the game? Yeah, I think, you know, this is, uh, I mean, this league, you'll hear this all the time. This will sound like coach speak, but, I mean, guys get banged up every single week, right? And USD has been in a situation where um, Caden Ellingson went down a couple of games into the season. He missed a few games. He comes back, and Bryce Henderson goes down with an injury. He's missed a couple of games. They're hoping to get those guys healthy. They've really done a good job. Um, Sam Coles doesn't get enough credit for the job he's done stepping in, and Jordan Larson as well, a couple of local kids who have really stepped up when uh, the injuries have happened on the offensive line, and, and they played effectively, you know, played good enough 
to help that offense continue to move. Um, Nate Thomas has not played uh, the last three games. He did play last week just a couple of snaps, so they're hoping to have him back and healthy, which helps that running back group. Um, Jack Martins is a guy that has been out the last couple of games, and we'll see if he's able to go this week. But that's uh, obviously a weapon offensively that is very important to Aiden Bauman in this offense. Um, defensively, South Dakota has not been able to have a game really since the opener against Missouri where they have their full allotment of defensive line. And they're hoping very soon to get a couple of those guys back. But when you go against teams like South Dakota State and North Dakota State who run the ball extremely well, you want to have fresh defensive linemen. And, you know, South Dakota, unfortunately, hasn't been able to, to do that the way they wanted. They go up to North Dakota State. Nick Gaze, one of their top defensive linemen, doesn't make the trip because of an injury. And you have guys like Mosai Newsom and, and uh, Blake Holden uh, from Watertown who played every snap defensively in that game. And that's a lot for an interior defensive lineman. So, um, you know, and some of that, you, you, you always hear the term complementary football, right? And when you're dealing with things like that, it's so important for your offense to possess the ball, give those guys a break on the sideline, and, and it's got to work. And, and I think USD up to this point – has done that when the coordinators, you know, maybe the defense has struggled and the defensive coordinator will tell the offensive coordinator, I need at least three minutes to get this fixed. So the offensive coordinator, you know, <laughs> calls some plays to try to make that drive go a minimum of three minutes. And it's, it's how you have to work together uh, at most levels, but specifically at this level to, to really be good. John Thayer joins us with Neil Graff. I'm Mike Henriksen. John, this is unique too. Because uh, as opposed to, and I know that there are folks that know everything about every team in the Valley, but in this case, when I ask you for the scouting report, it's not like we're talking about, you know, somebody in Illinois or something. This is a team we know, South Dakota State. What scares you, however, the most? Yeah, I mean, they're they're good top to bottom. That's That's the thing. I mean everybody wants to talk about Isaiah Davis and they should because he is a phenomenal running back. Um, but as soon as you start putting too much attention on the run game, they've got the Yankee twins. They've got uh, Griffin Wilde. They've got Zach Hines. You know, they'll, they'll line up running backs as wide receivers. And, and Mark Gronowski is a smart football player, right? He's a quarterback who dealt with an injury as he's come back. They've made him back to his dual threat capabilities. He's ran the ball a little bit more. He only has two interceptions this year, and, and one of them you could look at and certainly say it wasn't his deal. You know, the wide receiver had slipped on that particular play, and he, he's just smart. They're just so good at, at uh, taking what is given to them. And so as soon as you start to creep up and try to slow down the run, They've got the speedsters to try to hit you with the deep ball. And then, obviously, defensively, you know, they've tried to get Adam Bach healthy. He hasn't played as much as what they, uh, they'd they hoped, obviously. He's a tremendous linebacker. But, man, they've done so good at filling in other guys. They rotate 10 defensive linemen who are going to get in there and, and always be fresh legs. And what that allows you to do is you might bring in some of those guys on third down, and they just bull rush on third down because they're fresh, right? They haven't played – the last seven snaps and and uh it's just a it's it's all around a really good football team and you know that because they won the national championship last year they come back they return um pretty much everybody you know you look at their offensive line 
nothing has changed with those five guys (laughs) from last year's playoff run, right? So it's a really, really good football team. And it's a game in which you're going to have to be smart, right? If you, if you make mistakes, if you, um, give them opportunities and create, like hurt yourself, you're not going to find yourself uh, competitive in the game, but uh, you gotta, you gotta just find ways, you know, chip away at things, possess the ball, but it's a really good team. So uh, top to bottom, they're talented and, and it's the barometer that you want. If you're South Dakota right now to know exactly where you're at, as you, you know, go on this, this stretch to, to end the season. John Thayer joins us, the voice of the Coyotes. Sean, I was chatting with a buddy of mine the other night. He was saying, is it just me or does it feel like everybody on SDSU is about 30 years old? And I, I said, well, half of them almost are. I mean, some of these guys, this is their sixth year. They've been around forever. This this really is, you know, their experience is one of their strengths as much as their talent is. Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing when you look at you know, the, the guys who chose to come back um, for another year and just how they're able to keep it all together. Um, you could look at, at USD's team and say a lot of those guys are younger. Some of them are experienced playing-wise, but you look at South Dakota State, it, it is. It's a veteran group. You know, some of those guys have been playing for three, four, seven years. I'm not sure <laughs> a couple of them feels like they've been, been there a while. But, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's part of the COVID year, you know, and we've all tried to get used to it. And I think we all lose count at times on on who's a junior, who's a senior, and if that's academic, if it's athletic, right. and what it all means. But, uh, you know, if you're going to build – we've seen this with North Dakota State for years. If you're going to build a, a football program and it's going to be a quote-unquote dynasty or a team that sticks around, it's going to be because you – you know, you're not bringing in a bunch of new players every single year. It's a homegrown thing, and and they've done a good job with that. Yeah, and and that's again not a knock on state. Congratulations to those kids. A being good enough to play when they were young, and and B being good enough to sustain that through the course of the years. So just so people are clear, but we're just really really familiar with SDSU. Uh, lineup. Hey, I want to switch gears a minute because the well, actually, I'm going to keep it on the field. The last time that these two teams played in the Dome was rather memorable. Have you ever seen anything like that before, or have you seen anything close to it? Yeah, that was pretty incredible. I mean, it's just it's one of those things that you don't – I mean, you go to a game and you, you expect some of these games to be very good, right, and extremely close, but – you don't anticipate that ever that a game is going to come down to a last second play and not only just any last second play, a last second play in which the other team ran a play on fourth down, tried to run a play they practiced to throw the ball out and run the clock out. And it just happens to get touched with a second remaining. I mean, just the whole thing just, it still is mind baffling on how that whole thing played out. And then, you know, USD gets one chance, and and coaches have said they were maxed out. If they were going to throw a hail mary, that was about as far as they were going to let it go <laughs> because Carson Camp had a had a solid arm. But if you remember on that play, number one, he escaped. Uh, I believe it was Ogurnde who was trying to make a sack on him, and then he threw that ball. It didn't even get to the end zone. It only got to around the five or the six yard line, and. Uh, for whatever reason, the ball got tipped up into the air and it happened to go backwards, you know, into the end zone. And, and uh, Jeremiah Webb, who we had only talked about a handful of times, 
the entire season just happened to grab that football for the Hail Mary winner. And I mean, it's incredible because you see some of these games on TV uh, where, you know, like here a couple of weeks ago, uh, West Virginia scores with just a few seconds remaining. And all of a sudden, Houston, a couple of plays and they're in position and they throw a Hail Mary. And you see these things on TV, but to witness it in person where your fan base frustrated was about to leave and some of them had already made exit. Some of them stopped at the entries to just turn around and watch one final play. And we, <laughs> we get one of the plays that we talked about forever in this matchup. So I, I think that's incredible. You know, USC's won the last two in the dome and both of them have been because guys who we haven't talked about a lot all season have stepped up. People forget in 2019 when USC won, Isaiah McDaniels was making his first start at safety, and he was a wrecking machine. He forced two fumbles in that game, and, and USD won that matchup. Uh, so it, it's a, a great thing about rivalries. You've got to have your good players play well, but somebody has to step up for one side or the other, and you got a chance to be a legend, right? And that happens. <laughs> and people think Jeremiah Webb, they're not going to remember the other three or four catches he had all year long. They're going to remember the one that happened to beat State. Well, John, it's always a pleasure. Great catching up with you. And by the way, one thing that we should also talk about for that play was you absolutely nailed the radio call. And and believe me, with all the chaos that was going on with that final second, that time being put back on the clock, the explanation, et cetera, you absolutely nailed the call. And uh, and that's something to hang your hat on as well. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. It's it's uh, you know it's hard to keep your emotions in check, and you got a lot going on. And we had a great view of when the fan touched the football. We we one hundred percent. Uh, bias aside, thought there should be one second on the clock, and it was all a matter of if the TV cameras had it. And then you go into the final play, and to be honest, you know, we didn't know exactly who had caught the ball for quite a while. Uh, for from our angle, we were about as far away as you could get from that play, <laughs> right. and and uh, it was wild. But man, it was uh, it was something, and something that we'll certainly remember for a long time. John, continued success. We'll look forward to being in touch again soon. Sounds great. Thanks so much, guys. You bet. John Thayer joining us here on Calling All Sports. Yeah, that that was that, that USD State when they they put because State's play for those of you that don't remember was to throw the ball as far as it could and the clock would run out. But unfortunately, for whatever reason, they threw it sideways and it goes into the crowd and got touched by a fan in the crowd. With one second left, which automatically kills the clock. You know, in theory, that strategy makes sense. Oh, wonderful. And it's just a fluke, just a fluke. And even with one second left, you figure, hey, uh, there, what can happen with one second <laughs> left? So, so again, in retrospect, it, it, it tended to be a sound strategy. Yeah, no question about it. But yeah, sometimes the, the best laid plans, as the old saying goes. We're back with more with Neil Graff right after this. Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. For those who don't like to be still, 
for those with things to do and the drive to get them done. For those in search of a partner to help make it happen, there's a bank. A bank that listens, acts, and impacts all things right here. Dakota Bank. Go with experience. Go with teamwork. Go with integrity. For banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Dakota Bank. Here for you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, insurance and trust services, not FDIC insured. This Black Friday, treat yourself to the best deals at Ashley and enjoy the bonus of earning a $100 MasterCard Rewards Card with qualifying purchases. Plus, find long-term financing options available with your purchase. Shop our number one selling Ashley Sleep Mattress in a Box. It's in stock and ready to take home from every location. Did we mention they start at just $2.99? Shop, earn, and save early this Black Friday. Only at Ashley. Financing is available with approved credit on qualifying purchases. Ask store for details. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. For that extra special gift, look no further than the Diamond Room. Justin Shadow and his staff will make the entire experience an enjoyable one. We've been helping customers for almost three decades, and Alone Spectre has actually been in the business much longer than that. We have the largest selection of loose diamonds in the region. We also have two in-house goldsmiths and two graduate gemologists on staff. Visit the Diamond Room at 3501 West 57th Street, Sioux Falls, or call 605-362-0008 for an appointment. Or you can always check out our new website at thediamondroom.com. You hear me talking about great life every day for a reason. And it's not just because my son Nick Ovenden is the president. Actually, Dad, I honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you. And that's just with the golf you play. You spent half that time at the Uh, fitness centers. What are you implying? (laughs) That I'd love to have you work out with me every morning at 6 a.m. I don't think so. How about waiting until I'm awake? Well, good thing most of our facilities are open 24 hours a day, and we've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that'll help you get started or even keep you on track if you need to be, Dad. Let's change the subject. When are you adding new golf courses? Well, we're always looking ahead for our members. So in addition to the courses that we have in the region, we also have Great Life courses in Kansas City, Topeka, and now Arizona. Now you're talking. Hey, hey, can you help me hit it further, too? Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. <laughs> I, I know that. <laughs> but our golf pro certainly or... can. <laughs> Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. Or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Houston Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. Neil Graff joins us. Neil, all the time I've known you, I don't think I've ever asked you this. And we've got just a couple of minutes left. But if I think, if I were to ask you what your most memorable play was, what would it be? Well, my... Uh, good question. My most memorable game or play was when I was at Wisconsin. We were playing Penn State. Right. Um, I was a junior. Uh, Joe Paterno coach. Right. The, the Penn State Nittany Lions had Franco Harris, Liddell Mitchell, Jack Ham, oh. two Hall of Famers there. <laughs> right. John Huffnagel, quarterback, played for the uh, Denver Broncos for a few years. They were ranked number two in the country, and and uh, the Badgers were just so-so. 
Uh, they came into Madison. Uh, long story short, I get sacked 10 times for 110 <laughs> yards and losses, but throw three touchdown passes and we beat the Nittany Lions 21 to 17, which was, uh, you know, uh, having been sacked that many times, but throw the three TDs. I'm, I'm named, named Midwest back of the week. Um, and then when I get to the Steelers, of course, Huffney or uh, Franco Harris and Jack Hammer. So I'm kidding them all the time about how the Badgers just just thumped them, thumped the Nittany Lions, and they rah, 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 you know they'd always have a hard time with that. But that's one of my best memories is is beating Joe Joe Pa um, uh, with the with the uh, Penn State Nittany Lions when they were ranked number two in the country. Wow, I love that. Uh, I gotta ask, how did you feel on Sunday? Oh, I did. Well, in fact, uh, the highlights the next season, they had a highlight film and they talked about it at halftime. I had sponge rubber taped to my ribs, kind of like a, an early flak jacket right, that the quarterbacks right. wear now. But my ribs were so sore at halftime that, that I had to have some protection. And of course, the next day I couldn't, I don't think I could get out of bed until, until Monday, Monday morning. <laughs> I believe it. Hey, a reminder, find us at the gateway tonight, higher power sports gathering, warm items, coats, hats, gloves, whatever you would like to offer. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. Save big money on your next project with the